Welcome to the Liberty Experts Podcast, where all your liberty questions are answered, discussed, and debated by experts. Now, here are your liberty experts, Tim Moen and David Birnbaum. Hey, Tim. Hey, David. How's it going? Ooh, I'm all over the place, but, uh, you know, on the right path, finally, I think. I think I've figured it out. I'm, I'm moving ahead. Um, yeah. Today, I wanted to talk about the fact that I don't think I'm going to get the vaccine because, oh, okay. you know, and I've spoken to other people who I who I think are like intelligent, who also don't think they're going to get the vaccine. But like there's this narrative that like if you don't want to get the vaccine, you're like a conspiracy theorist or an anti-vaxxer. And like, you know, um, oh, like, thank God we have the polio vaccine. Right. And these sorts of things. Um, And so I want to talk about this and because I think it's important. Right. Like, and I'm I'm open to being convinced otherwise. But from my perspective, like, I don't think I'm some like crazy anti-vaxxer. I don't think I I don't dismiss vaccines as super valid and important generally. But in terms of me getting this vaccine, I don't think it's worth it, but I'm open to be convinced otherwise, right? So my my view of it is basically three parts, right? So one, I'm still not personally very scared of COVID itself. I yeah. may have had it when I got really sick, like March 2020. I don't know. Um, but based on my interpretation of what happens to someone my age, if they get it, I'm not worried. Um, and like, something like 300 out of 300 people in Canada or something or in British Columbia have died that were under 65 or something. So like, you're probably, I'm Hmm. probably fine if I get it. Right. And on the flip side, this vaccine is not only brand new and it's only been tested for like less than a year or whatever. And there's no, it skipped all of the clinical trial stuff. I'm not saying it shouldn't happen. This is a pandemic. I, I'm saying, fine, we did it. But in terms of my risk profile, right, yep. here's a relatively untested vaccine. Even if it was tested, even if it was a normal type of vaccine, right, all I understand is that, okay, normally for some reason, there's like a three to five year testing process. This vaccine didn't have that. I'm injecting it into my body. That's yeah. something to be aware of. And two, it's a new type of vaccine. It's an mRNA vaccine, which isn't just giving me dead cells, which is kind of easy to understand. Give myself dead or frozen cells. My body learns to attack the thing. Okay, cool. Simple enough. This is somehow modifying something in my body such that it knows how to fight the thing better. That's very different than giving it dead thing and letting it do its normal process. And so for me, that technology is, is much more complex much less tested. I don't know anything about the state of mRNA technology as a whole. It's not being talked about. We're saying we're being told, get the vaccine, get the vaccine. I have no idea anything about mRNA technology. And so to me, to inject myself with an untested, somehow genetically modification technology, (laughs) right? Right. That is untested to prevent myself from getting something that if I get it probably isn't that bad. Yeah. Like it doesn't make sense to me that I would get this. I know people who have chosen to get the vaccine and were very thoughtful about it. I know people who I expected to be more thoughtful, but just went and got it. But like, to me, I think it's important to be able to talk about all of the reasons not to get it as well. Like, honestly, 
which seems difficult to yeah. be able to do. Yeah, absolutely. No, I mean, you, you said quite a lot there. And I think, um, I think your position is perfectly reasonable. I got accused. Uh, I have someone harassing me on Instagram right now saying that I'm promoting vaccines or something like that. And, and it was from the video we did where I explained my reason why I got the vaccine and addressed some of the concerns people had. Um, and yeah, I mean, look, I, I'll tell you the reason I got it and I'm certainly not encouraging you to get it. I think if I were in your position, I'd probably do the same thing, but here's what it came down to for me. Um, all of the, all of the things you cite as concerns of the vaccine are certainly valid. It's not tested. It was developed in a lab by big pharma. It does. It's an MRNA vaccine that reprograms your cell to do something that it normally doesn't do. Um, we don't know what the long-term effects are. All those things are true of it and things to be uh, rightfully cautious of taking it. Um, but what I realized is all those things are also true of COVID uh, times a thousand, right? It's an mRNA virus that was likely created in a lab. All evidence seems to be pointing towards it being uh, created in a Chinese government lab. Um, and it, it reprograms your cells as well. And it, it doesn't reprogram them to make uh, a few spike proteins. It reprograms them to make more virons that go on to reprogram more cells. And so that's what makes it even even worse than the vaccine. Uh, and so however worried you are about the vaccine, you might want to be a thousand times more worried about the, the uh, virus or however, put it another way, however, uh, however safe you think the virus is, if you get it, uh, you could probably expect the vaccine to be even safer than that um, based on just theorizing how it works. But there's probably some unknowns that we don't know. And so the way I would look at it is if I didn't think I was going to get the virus, um, I certainly wouldn't get the vaccine. Like if I if I thought this pandemic was going to be over and I wouldn't be exposed to the virus. Um, but th there's a good chance that I had to choose. Do I take a, a, a virus that was created in a lab that changes, reprograms my cells and cr creates, has far more adverse reactions? Or do I take the vaccine, which seems to be far less risky and both of them are pretty low risk if you ask me but it's just that the the i didn't want to get i i wasn't worried about dying from the virus but i was worried i had a few co-workers who got sick and they were out of short of breath for a couple months when they would go up and down stairs and different things like that it just sucks getting sick for a few weeks even if it's um not like super serious symptoms you know yeah. And the thing is, like, I still don't know how concerned I am about actually catching it. Right. Like, I, right. I joke now that, like, I spent like four days in Las Vegas. If I don't I'm not like I was like doing that much stuff, but I was in very close quarters with lots of random people. Like, yeah, if I don't have it, I'm probably not going to get it. Like, yeah. or I maybe had it already. If I could be like, because I there's a chance I had it already. Right. Like I was traveling when sure. this whole thing hit. I was sick and these sorts of things. But no, you made good points and you definitely made me think differently about the vaccine itself because um, like if I'm comparing, like I was sort of using different standards to weigh the vaccine versus the, because like if I were to pick, well, I'm going to get COVID or going to get the vaccine. Like if I take the assumption I will get one versus the other, which do I then trust more, right? right. Whereas my assumption is still like, oh, like, 
maybe I don't get get COVID. Even if I do, it's not that bad. But like, if I think, oh, I'm probably going to get it. Okay. Which of these two things do I want to get based on what I know each does to me? Right. Um, But I guess that actually then does make me think more like normal vaccines. Right. So some experts say that even when the polio vaccine was new, right. Okay. We don't know everything that's wrong with the polio vaccine. If you get it in year one, maybe it'll yeah. fuck you up a little bit, but it's <laughs> definitely going to fuck you up less than polio. <laughs> right. Right. Like that's yeah. sort of the, and that's an interesting, I'd never thought of it that way. Like, okay, look, there's a vaccine. It's maybe going to fuck you up a little bit, but we're confident and you have to trust whoever the people are that if it fucks you up, it fucks you up less than that. Right. right. And I guess that's yeah. the point of, you know, someone yeah. has to and, decide that. But that was and, true and of polio. The, and, and, and the way and the way people are describing that the vaccine will fuck you up is exactly the same mechanism that COVID itself would use to fuck you up. Right. Which is These similar to pro- like, oh, I got flu from the flu shot. Right. Which is possible. Yeah. Like if it were possible, OK, you just get those symptoms anyways. Yeah. And, and uh, yeah, like I'm not an anti-vaxxer or even a real super pro-vaxxer either. Like I think you take uh, a vaccine, you don't take all the vaccines ever that ever existed. You take ones that make sense given your, you context, your life, you know, if you're yeah. traveling to an area that has, has <laughs> certain infectious diseases, maybe a vaccine yourself, protect yourself. Like I, I wouldn't get a smallpox vaccine right now. There's no point. Why would I take the risk? Yeah, yeah. Even even the flu vaccine, like or even any vaccine. I remember I had to get a booster for my MMR or something like that. It was a it was a requirement for work, and I should have listened to my gut and not get vaccinated on that day because I was already feeling a little bit sick, like I was having a cold or flu come on. And then I got the shot, and the shot wiped me out. It knocked out my immune system basically, or over challenged it. And now I got the worst flu I ever had because I got that shot right. at that time. If I had waited a week or two and got it, I don't think I would have gotten as sick. Um, right. So, yeah. Interesting. And, and, yeah. So th- there, there are things, you know, to think about. It's not like, you know, and, and it's not risk-free, you know, like my wife had um, migraine for two days. It was, it was, it sucked for her. Um, I, I had, uh, you know, I felt weak maybe for six hours or something like that. And then it went away and I had a sore arm, but that was about it. Most of, most of my coworkers, most of the people like, you know, I know a lot of people that have gotten it now and very few have had any, any significant adverse effects. The, the worst has been maybe fever and weakness and body aches for 12 hours. Um, but, uh, you know, my wife mm. too, she had, she was getting a migraine having migraines right at the same time when she got the shot. So again, it was probably bad timing for her. Had she gotten the shot a week earlier or a week later, it might not have triggered uh, such a bad migraine with her as well. So again, you know, it's, uh, you, you got to look at your life context and look at all the factors and, and weigh the decision yourself. And I certainly wouldn't encourage anyone to get it on behalf of society or something like that. Right. Uh, the only reason I got it, was for my own self. I was just worried about me getting sick from my patients who snot all over me and I'm constantly going into viral loads. And and so I assumed it was a matter of time before I was going to get COVID one way or the other. And and so it makes sense to me. Now, if, if, you know, right now in Canada, for example, I think 3% of the Canadian population has gotten COVID. And I don't know uh, how many are going to have to get it before we reach herd immunity and it slows down. Um, 
but right now, uh, you know, your chances are fairly low of getting it, I would think, um, uh, based on that. But especially if everyone else is getting vaccinated, you can be a free rider on their vaccination, right? But One thing, just on the note of like doing it for your own reasons, one thing that uh, I was speaking to a friend of mine and it was really interesting, they got vaccinated like, and they, as soon as COVID started happening, they like, or as soon as it, we started to hear about it or whatever, they made a decision to not get it, like full isolation and then get the vaccine when it's available because they care so much for the enjoyment of their life on their taste of sense and smell. Mm-hmm. They right. love good food. They love good wine. Right. It's such an important part of their life that to lose for like some people, he said after a full year was still only at sixty percent of their full of their old capacity, and it was like right. I do not want to lose this value. That's so yeah. important to me, yeah. right? Which was interesting because that's a very specific thing, but it's something that is for his life very important. I was like, that makes total sense. I if I cared about that, I would one hundred percent get the vaccine because I wouldn't want to lose that. Um, so it's it's yeah. another like interesting factor to weigh. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. Yeah. And, you know, there, there are all these arguments people make that, well, you're putting me at risk by not being vaccinated. Well, <laughs> that's not if you get vaccinated on how, on how confident your vaccine is. The, the degree to which yeah. you, D- David, you and I get together in a room, I'm vaccinated, you're not. The degree to which you're a, a danger to me is also the degree to which I'm a danger to you because my vaccine isn't working and I can spread the virus to you as well. Right. So you're, you're, you're either not a danger to me uh <laughs> or we're equally dangerous to each other. Um, yeah. But, but, if, and you can decide, Oh, but this, if you, right. you don't want to talk to me because I didn't get vaccinated, don't, don't deal with me. Right. Don't enter the exactly. room with me. Um, exactly. One thing that was good. Uh, Ted Cruz stood up to the reporters. They asked him to take it, put his mask oh, right. on. Yeah. And he was well, like, I'm vaccinated CDC guidance. And like, it would make us feel better. That's what they said. It would make us feel better yeah. if you it still wore a mask. Right. And, and what's funny is the same reporter uh, didn't call out uh, another progressive politician that did the exact same thing. A clip emerged oh, of that. So we we trust the progressive, unmasked progressive, because they're being responsible. But the unmasked conservative, we can see their empathy danger. better with their mask. Yeah, yeah, yeah. and you know, oh. conservatives are the, just their presence is seen as a threat to to the world. It's a it's a strange phenomena that we're seeing now. Well, even did you see this recently thing? I and mean, maybe this is another episode to talk about. But have you seen what's going on with Jordan Peterson right now? The um, how Marvel Comics is making him into the Red Skull villain, basically. Really? So the villain Red Skull uh, has got like ten rules for life and clean your room and all these things that Jordan Peterson says. And so they're equating what Jordan Peterson says with this super villain fascist. Um, it's, Jesus it's taught, Christ! Anahasi coats and these progressives have have gotten into the comic uh, business. It's uh, it, that's it, crazy. Again, yeah. So basic conservative values, like you know, put things in order in your life and take responsibility, are being demonized in society now. So so there's this you know, you and I are threats not because um, uh, of anything we do. It's because of our belief system that we're well. That is sort of like, I won't riff on it too long because it is sort of a different topic, different episode, but it's just interesting that because from one lens, like if you're advocating order, you're advocating like structure, like 
do your duty, so to speak, which is what Jordan Peterson advocates, but he advocates do that for yourself only, yeah. right? And there, yeah. but it's the same thing to be advocated by people trying to like do it for the state versus for you. So they're trying to paint him as that villain, right? Right. Like yeah. you shouldn't take responsibility upon yourself from the state, right? That's what they want to prevent. Exactly. Exactly. But I'll, well, anyways, you, you gave me a lot to think about as to whether or not I'll actually Shit. get the vaccine because I'm also in the States right now. And so my friend said, he thinks I could get it while I'm here. Like, mm. even though I shouldn't get it, I could get it while I'm here. So right. if I, like, I should, if I want to get it, I should decide this month and just fucking get it. <laughs> Right. Because right? if I go back to Canada, I'm not going to get it for like two years in our dystopian <laughs> country. Yeah. And you might um, be stuck with AstraZeneca or something like that. Uh, you know, and that one's got some issues. I, you know, I'd be. I wouldn't take that one. Yeah. Yeah. What's there's a there's a third one. There's the Pfizer, these the AstraZeneca. And there's one more Moderna. And there's also Johnson and Johnson as well. That's the Johnson one dose. Right. That's the one dose, yeah. Yeah, so my friend said I could get that one because I'm only in the States for about a month. Right. Or I could just come back to the States to get my second dose, but there's no guarantee I'd get it. Right, right. But, yeah, uh, and I, I saw on 60 Minutes the other day, they're, they're working on another vaccine too. Maybe you want to wait for this one. It's just, this is the long play one. And it, what they're doing is on a, on a ferritin molecule, they're putting on all sorts of different spike proteins and then the, the vaccine would be essentially they'd be injecting this little ferritin molecule. It doesn't go into your cell and reprogram it. It just uh, is a carrier for different spike proteins. And then your body builds up an immunity to this broad spectrum of coronavirus spike proteins. And the, the theory is that it'll actually. Who's, develop back, who's developing that? I, I can't remember or, the company, but it was on it was 60 Minutes did a piece on them. That's and cool. the theory is it'll be it'll be a broad spectrum like it. it it might even protect you from the common cold. Um, and, and of course, all these SARS viruses well, are coming out. So, yeah, so that's really interesting because um, like they started to develop a, or there was talks of developing a, um, a vaccine after SARS, right? And it would, the, the way they talked about it was more like that. Oh, there will be other coronaviruses. How do we prevent all of them? And it's the same way the flu mutates every year. But if we really, really wanted to, we could develop a flu vaccine, right? right? That's like just sort of general, but no one cares enough. Like there's no point. And especially if right. it has to be given away to, for free because everyone gets the flu vaccine for free, then why are we going to fucking develop a, a flu, like a proper flu vaccine? But so it's interesting if that's sort of the, the avenue through which um, there's also research. That's more interesting to me than, than choosing to modify myself. But yeah, yeah. so that's cool. I like that. Yeah. So, I mean, you might want to look into that if that's going to be coming on the horizon in the next year. That'll probably take some time, though. They're probably going to go. And that's a new new technology then, right? Yeah. MRNA is like a, they've, MRNA has been in development for a little while. Yeah. They've, and they've used them in animals for a while and and stuff like Mm -hmm. that. So it's not like it's, yeah. But yeah, I mean, look, uh, if you get it, (laughs) don't blame me if you die. All right. All right. Thanks, Tim. (laughs) All right, David. Thank you.